and, and, <laughs> and unfortunately with each book, there's usually brutal murders, lots of them. Whole families. So yes, uh, this small little Amish community Murder is capital just, of the world. It is. Welcome back to another episode of All Books, Sterling Municipal Libraries podcast, where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And Brandy is joining us today to talk about a book series, their mysteries, that are kind of set in and around the Amish community, right? Yes. It's a series by Linda Castillo, and it's a Kate Burkholder series. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a murder mystery with the Amish community, as well as the English community. I'm guessing it follows Kate, like that's the main character of the, se- of the series? Yes, Kate Burkholder is the chief of police of this really small town that is predominantly the Amish community. Okay. And her character, I think, really stands out amongst all the books. It's probably what drugged me in. Is she was actually born Amish. Okay. And Mm -hmm. she was raised in the Amish community, the really strict Amish laws. And at about age 17, they're given a runaround period, which basically means that they can go off into the English community learn what there is to out there before they join the church. And they can then make the choice on whether they want to join the church and continue on their life in the Amish community, or they can leave. Basically meaning that they disowned by everybody, including their family, if they choose to leave. Okay. So I'm guessing when Kate went out, she decided not not to go back. Basically, unfortunately, Kate had went, underwent a lot of trauma in her childhood within the Amish community, and that kind of pushed her, her to wanting to leave and not come back. Okay, that makes sense. So wouldn't it be, like, does it ever talk about it being painful for her living close to that kind of community when she herself had to break away from it? Yes and no. Basically, when she leaves the Amish community, she has no knowledge of what's outside. She has not only no knowledge, but no experience. So therefore, she's out on the streets no food, no job, no education, and really doesn't know how to go along her way. But in her heart, she knows she can't go back. Mm-hmm. So what makes her go to this small, predominantly Amish town to be their chief of police? Is there a reason she goes? So basically, the town that she's a chief of police in is a town that she was raised in. Oh. Okay. She actually leaves at about age 17. She leaves the community and she was basically at her last ends, starving, nowhere to sleep. And she meets a woman and she was actually sleeping in her car. Exactly. And so she meets this woman and the woman, instead of calling the police on her, brings her into her home, feeds her, and gives her a place to stay. And then they became best friends. Well, this woman was wanting to go to college for criminal justice, and so Kate went with her. They went to college, they became uh, went to criminal justice together, joined police academies together, and both of them became big city cops. Okay. Kate eventually becoming a detective in a, in a big city. Mm-hmm. With her parents' illness, many years later, she comes back to the town, hoping to maybe be a part of her, her family's life a little bit. They don't want much to do with her. When she came back, they actually offered her the position of chief of, chief of police because she not only, you know, is is a good cop and a detective, but she would also kind of have one foot in the door with the Amish community. She spoke their languages, knew their customs, and yeah. the town was predominantly Amish. Okay. 
Does she ever, throughout the series, meet any of those people from the outside world that come to see her or have any callbacks to that time that she lived in the city? Yes. So basically with Kate, of course, she's in each book. Each book has its own storyline. You don't really need to read them in order, but Mm -hmm. there is little bits of the storyline you will pick up. Her being a repeated character, uh, there's several other people that are repeated characters. So that does happen from time to time. There will be different characters that will, will pop in, like the woman that she became best friends with. Will we'll come into play many, many books later. I'm guessing she's still in the big city. Yes. Okay. Yes. When you started describing it, I was like, oh no, did she die? Is that why Kate left? <laughs> this is why you should just let people finish their sentences <laughs> before you leap to conclusions. But yeah, so basically, Kate is the chief of police in this small town. Some people have a lot of respect for her, especially her other deputies, the people that work with her. A lot of people have no respect for her because uh, she doesn't necessarily fully fit into the English community, and the Amish don't want anything to do with her because she left. She does, it does seem to help a little bit when she is actively in cases because she can speak their language. She knows a lot about their customs and what they they are willing to do and not do. So Mm -hmm. she knows her limitations with them. Now, are these people, you said this is the town she grew up in, the Amish community that she is sometimes helping with. Are they people that she grew up with? That yes, her her siblings will come into play eventually in certain mm-hmm. cases. Each book is a different case, a different a different are these, murder. Are these yes. all murders? Okay. Yes. Dang, it How is many a... murders have there been at this point? Well, you know, I've only read at this point like four books of the of mm-hmm. the series, and I think there's like sixteen. So sixteen and there's, murders. There's yeah, several small community novellas as well mixed in, and and, <laughs> and unfortunately with each book, there's usually brutal murders, lots of them. Whole families. So yes, uh, this small little Amish community is capital of the world. It is, it is, and because Kate is just a small police force, there's only a couple of cops with her. Mm-hmm. They do have to reach out to big city from time to time. They've had serial killers, different things. So there's another character that's revolving, and his name is John Tomasetti. He is also another very damaged character, like Kate, and he's basically a big city detective. And any time the small town is overwhelmed, which unfortunately they're overwhelmed a lot, he'll come in to kind of help them out. Mm-hmm. And they have Kate and him is basically developed a very odd relationship. I mentioned before, Kate has some past trauma. She's very damaged. It goes over a little bit throughout the book. Thomas Eddy is also very damaged. He was uh, working a high-profile case, and his children and wife were murdered. And oh, wow. there wasn't enough evidence to put the guy behind bars. So he kind of went visual Annie. Murdered the guy. Fortunately for him, I guess there wasn't enough evidence to prove it, although everybody knew he did it. So he was still actively a cop, but wasn't very respected anymore because he was also a murderer, a a drunk, and a drug addict due to the trauma in his life. And so him and Kate fit nicely together, and she really helps clean his life up. Although they rarely see each other, it's yeah. literally during high-profile cases. Is uh, this is he the one who helps out because people don't have respect for him? He has, like, Amish duty? So it's kind of funny how that starts out a few books ago. So basically, nobody has respect for him, and they want him fired. Mm-hmm. They pretty much put him on desk duty, and they don't really give him any any cases because he's a drunk and a, and a drug addict. And it's a prescription addiction, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's it's bad. Yeah. They all know it. So when this high-profile case comes up of the serial killer, 
they decide this is our chance. This is our chance to get him fired. We're going to send him on this big high profile case because mm-hmm. he's going to screw it all up. You know, he's I mean, he's a walking drunk, you know. Yeah. So when he gets there, it hits home for him because there's children involved. And and then he meets Kate and he realized how how to heart she takes everything. And it really wakes him up and turns mm-hmm. him into a great detective like he was prior. Okay. And he cleans up his name after after time. <laughs> so are most of these murders within the community or? Is it a fair mixture of some of them being, you know, people who just happen to live in proximity to this town? So every every book, of course, is a completely different case. It's a mixture. Some of them could only involve English people, but they're just near proximity of the Amish community. And you just kind of learn bits and pieces of the Amish community. And that's why I'm so intrigued by it. And then other times it directly involves the Amish community as victims. And then, of course, sometimes the suspects are English and sometimes they're Amish as well. I also really like, I know it is a thing in the Am- Amish community to refer to outsiders as like the English, but it's just so funny to me because it's, we've moved so far past when that happened that it just, I'm just like, but we're not English. <laughs> I think the people from England would be offended. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny you say that because I remember when I first started reading these books, I, I thought it was weird that they were kept referring mm-hmm. to the English and and I didn't really like it, but I guess I finally figured it out. Like, yeah. the more you learn about the Amish community, reading these books, I mean, you learn just bits and pieces mm-hmm. of, of how they work. And it made you want to go out and do, like, all kinds of excess research on the Amish community. So I've definitely, like, dove in pretty deep just to learn because it's so what fascinating. Are, what are some interesting things that, that you've learned reading these books that you'd like to share? Well, I think one of the biggest parts is that runaround period. Mm-hmm. The, I always kind of thought that if you were raised that way, you were stuck there and Unless you just like ran yeah. away. And the fact that they do give you that chance to know the outside world and choose, I thought that was interesting. Another thing that comes up a lot into play throughout the different books is it's pretty much against their beliefs to get into a motorized vehicle. And even if it's a dire situation, they need to get to a police station, they need to go. All the bodies are released to the Amish community. Like once the coroner is done with them, they're released right back to them. Mm-hmm. And they will basically go out in their buggy and go on a two-day buggy ride in the snow before they will get into a vehicle for 20 minutes. So that part is kind of strange, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah. Does the author have a lot of experience with Amish communities? Is that where some of this, like, information comes from? Yes and no. So she was actually, Linda actually grew up in Ohio farm country. Mm -hmm. So Amish were definitely not strangers in her life. As a child, she was really not very interested in them at all. It just was another thing. And then as she became an adult, she actually took a trip to Amish, the Amish country, and it was to see her sister and brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law had grew up in a farmhouse in the Amish, in the Amish country, and she went to visit them and, and as an adult, and she was kind of hanging out. And when she went to leave, you know, she said it was below zero. There was several feet of snow on the ground, and she sees this buggy just going by. Tromping by. <laughs> and she said that right then is what she knew that she was going to write about. Interesting. Um, hmm. And she actually penned her first book at 13. But oh, wow. Yes, but but at that point, that's when she knew that her writing would be based on the Amish community. So I know you frequently read mystery. What drew you to this series in particular? Well, I've always been interested in just different things, and Amish being one of them. I've always wanted to read about the Amish, and I pick up books several times over the years. Just not real big into inspirational fiction. Right. I pick them up, I set them back down. I'm like, you know, I kind of want to know about them, but I really don't want to read this genre. (laughs) And (laughs) I want to know, but not like this. So it was actually just on Axis 360, looking for some new books that came out, and I was in the, in the, the mystery genre, and I see this woman with the 
the Amish little cap on on the cover. I'm like, whoa, okay, let's see what this is about. When I realized it was Amish and murder mystery, I was like, oh, I'm sold. And the books are just, they just read so fast. I mean, I can read it in a day. Mm-hmm. It's not its not psychological like I would prefer a lot of the books that I read, but they're really good stories. They're really good. And these are grisly enough that they would not make good crossovers or anything for inspirational readers, right? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. The very first one I picked up, I didn't think was that bad. But now that I started over in the beginning, oh, yes, they, they are very sensitive in nature on the crimes, very sensitive mm-hmm. in nature, very gore. What about the like actual writing style? Do they because I know another hallmark of inspirational fiction is that there isn't really any cursing like there's nothing like that. Is that something that carries over here where there's not a lot of foul language? I would say there's definitely foul language, maybe not as bad Mm -hmm. as some of the things I've read for sure. (laughs) To be honest with you, when I first started reading it, like the very first one was one of the most recent ones released. It was a little cleaner, you know, and then backtracking. I kind of thought the cases would be less sensitive in nature, Mm -hmm. you know, wholesome community crimes, you know. know Like she had worked her way up to somebody's horse. But definitely not the case. The reverse happened. Her editors were like, you really need to come down, Linda. You're going too hard. (laughs) I think she has a good twisted mind when it comes to laying out the the weird sensitivity and like the Mm -hmm. serial killers or or just the the weird stuff in nature. She's pretty good at laying that out. It's not just simple, basic killings. (laughs) Can you tell us about one of the more interesting murders? There was one particular set of murders and the bodies would come up and their throats were slit. But their throat was slit at the exact same depth on every single one of them. So they believe that whoever was doing it was either a doctor or maybe some sort of butcher. Somebody that, that knew what they were doing as far as making incisions. They were clean cut, perfect incisions, like I said, and they were all the same depth. Another thing that kind of that stuck out about it is they all had Roman numerals carved into their stomach. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that would definitely yep. stand out. <laughs> and and that was basically when their first ones came up. They didn't start with one, two, and three. And then there was this huge gap several years, and then they popped back up like in the 20s. And so, I mean, it was definitely something that had been going on and on and on. And mm-hmm. it gets more in-depth of what the people do to these women. Within time, maybe he gets bored and, and does more horrifying things. Yeah. That I There's just something, I guess, in my brain that thinks it's so... Not funny, but like the idea of like small town chief, you know, smoothing things over with the Amish folk. Also... Definitely grizzly and grizzly serial murder who carves <laughs> numbers into the, the stomachs of his victims. You know, small towns. <laughs> yeah, it, right. And I love the I love the the main character Kate. Mm-hmm. She's not only is she different from everybody. She doesn't really fit into any community, and she she has this huge heart. So she takes everything and and just puts herself way into it. Mm-hmm. And so at some points, you think she's just a little too sensitive to be a cop, especially in the nature of crimes, unfortunately, that always lands in her lap. But then you see her on a different side of her and she'll go and she's shaking down the bad guys and, you know, trying to find, you know, put clues together or whatever. And she downright turns a different direction. You know, they don't cooperate with her. I mean, I'm talking police brutality at its finest. She'll start beating them up and her other cop Any friends Amish have people? to. No, no. She's, <laughs> she doesn't beat up Amish she's people. She's very sensitive to the Amish community. Every time that there's a crime, they always have an Amish suspect. And uh, she 
basically does everything to let everybody know that there's just no way. Unfortunately, it didn't always go in her favor. Mm-hmm. But she definitely protects the Amish community tremendously, although they don't really care for her. Interesting. Is that related to her childhood? Because if, if something happened to her that was so terrible that she felt she had to leave the community and be homeless, I'm assuming she has probably some like negative feelings toward the Amish community as well. Or Yes and no. The main thing is basically there was a crime committed against her. Mm-hmm. And this was a very horrendous crime. And that crime had traveled out to multiple other women, not just her and not just in the Amish community. But when the crime happened to her, she felt like her family didn't help get justice. Mm-hmm. They didn't get justice for anybody because... They don't handle, they don't call the police. Yeah. All the crimes are handled in, in within their self. So they covered up the crime, they covered up the crime and basically it was never spoke of again. Mm-hmm. And it just was really a big burden on her, her shoulders. And that was basically okay. why she wanted to leave. She couldn't continue to hold that in any longer. So it was less negative feelings about the Amish community and more she couldn't be around these people who... Didn't help her up, yeah. get justice. Basically. Okay. Basically. And yeah. Which makes sense why she would come back and be very pro-justice <laughs> yes. in the Amish community, even if they don't want it. Yes. And she, she definitely, there's so many crimes that happen against the Amish constantly, but they won't report it. And so she has mm-hmm. to just stand by and watch it. So that's something, too. She's constantly trying to let them know, like, look, I can fix things, but you have to trust me, which is a work in progress. Yes. Yeah. What kind of reader would you recommend this book to? I would say a little bit of everybody. I mean, definitely not the squeamish, definitely not the sensitive in nature, but it was a very light read. Like I said, it wasn't super in-depth psychological. It wasn't Mm -hmm. hard to read. You just started and you just finished. It was, they just glided right through them. They were... They were wholesome in a sense because of the Amish community. <laughs> but at the same time, there was definitely sensitive crimes that not everybody could read about. Yeah. So definitely also people who are interested in the Amish community but don't necessarily want to read a an inspirational fiction book yes. like you as well. Yes. Might, might like this series. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like if it was just straight Amish and that's all you learned about. This was just bits and pieces. But those bits and pieces and, and after so many books, it's you really feel like you're learning something new. Okay. You know, that's what's nice about it, I guess. It's yeah. different. All right. That's all the questions I have. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about the books or the author? Well, one thing I think is cool is she lives in Texas. Oh, <laughs> that's exciting. Um, she's been in Texas most of her adult life. Another thing I thought was neat is her very first book was adapted into a Lifetime original movie oh, that wow. starred Nev Campbell. I have not watched it yet, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Other than that, she is she's made a lot of accomplishments and awards, so I definitely think her books will be worth reading. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for bringing us a very different read from pretty much any book we featured on the show, really. It's true. We've doing a lot we've been doing a lot of series though. Yes. <laughs> and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. Bye.